0: Beer. Beer.
1: I, I've already come to accept the fact that fucking the Game of Thrones books are never going to get finished. Have you read them? Mm. Yeah. Oh I yeah, you those I forgot you I have, fucking yeah. love uh, I, Song of Fire and Ice books. I have
0: not read them. But I have watched
1: it. What pisses me off is that he's he'd rather go work on an executive produce a, a prequel series based on a book that came out two years ago that's written like a historical text.
0: Oh, so like, uh... House of the Dragon.
1: It's literally just, like, a genealogy book about... Yeah, it's like, about, uh,
0: Fantastic Beasts.
1: Uh, not even... Well, n- much more in-depth than that, sense, because yeah. the original Fantastic Beasts book is, like, 80 pages at best, and oh, yeah. it's literally like, the the Rings... Is it all done by Vincent Price or
0: whoever the hell's in...
1: I don't know who it is.
2: Lord of the Rings did feel like an encyclopedia at some points. When you're reading it
1: that's fair josh you, yeah. if you're gonna sit over there you should grab yeah, the mic grab and bring it oh, over brother yeah. sure
2: i didn't know if i was officially grab the Buffer. on or not dude if you're in this room, room you're, you're on the
3: cast. cast you really are get out of my head <laughs> i can't <laughs> <laughs> i mean.
1: me and tyler formed a symbiotic relationship over the past couple weeks <laughs> <Good match laughs> yes we're like the rachni now so,
0: uh, we were talking about conan but did you guys ever hear of uh they did this on late night it was called hornymanatee.com
1: oh yeah daddy no I
0: haven't heard of that no <laughs> what it what? was was I, there I think was you might have shit. just unlocked something in my memory
4: that there I, was something <laughs> that rest. happened with
0: manatees and I forget and he brought it up and they're just like they ended up buying a website called hornymanatee.com and when you go to it it was kind of structured like a porn site but it was people in manatee costumes yeah. <laughs> and it, they're like we have teen manatee, shaved manatees
3: <laughs>
0: and like a bunch of stuff and you'd hit next and it'd go to the next thing oh my <laughs> yeah and they're just Fantastic. like and the way Conan brought it up was he's just like i like to uh, say that because we it was because they said a joke months before about Conan just riffed like oh that'd be on hornymanatee.com and then like NPC said if you mention a dot .com name this isn't their rules you have to buy it so they ended up buying it and making a fake <laughs> website out of it, and they owned it for I think like eight years. <laughs> it's actually fantastic. That's beautiful. Yeah. Oh, it was fucking hilarious. It was like it was like man on man or shit like that. It was man it was on so manatee. <laughs> it, uh, it was stuff like that. It was fucking great.
1: I'd pay to see it.
0: It was free.
4: I would too. <laughs> All right, it'll be five bucks. No. Okay. And it's over. I can't pay with cash.
1: Okay, so you want to go the stepbrother
4: scenario. Uh, only beard and blowjobs. Okay. I mm-hmm. yeah. mean, I'm, I'm going to blow your beard, not oh. your dick. Yeah. <laughs> Here you go. I'm yeah. about it. Uh,
0: yeah. Shape that into a dick.
1: I wish I could. That'd be pretty neat. <laughs> That'd be pretty neat.
4: <laughs> Bobby, that guy's got a dick beard. Neat.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Would it be circumcised or uncircumcised?
1: Um, circumcised. Mm. It's all I know.
4: I mean, unless you had like a secret underbeard that you could push through. like... <laughs> so, like <I> <laughs> a, an alien version of the dick beard?
3: Yeah. So, it's a dick
4: beard, but it's got a little dick beard uh, tongue as well? Well, I'm just saying so you can be able to pull back the beard <laughs> and expose the- for a circumcised or an uncircumcised beard. Jesus I like Christ. That. <laughs> I like that Don't a lot. act like you've never seen an uncircumcised penis. I'm never happy to see one. (laughs) To be the forebear. And it's never with consent either, but I have seen one.
1: (laughs) (laughs) My priest was uncircumcised.
4: Mine too. His name was Father Uncircumcised. That was (laughs) a (laughs) stupid joke. Mine tasted uncircumcised. Mine uncircumcised.
3: (laughs) And not properly washed.
1: It was pretty yeasty. Oh, <laughs> oh man! Oh, I'm sorry. Did I take that one too far, Marcelo?
3: No.
0: <laughs> no, because my brain is just like yeah, Einstein Brothers Priest.
3: <laughs> Jesus.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Called Mole Bagel Dick.
3: <laughs> I
2: think you guys need a counter now. Like, how many dick jokes per
0: podcast?
3: Because there, there are many. <laughs> I
0: wish we, will, they are. we
1: will get that when we add a video component to this podcast someday <laughs> in the future.
3: Ooh.
0: Isn't that most of the guy humor, though? It's just dicks.
1: <laughs> Penises are funny creatures. They are
0: funny. It's just like a flop of skin that just...
1: Makes babies. Yeah.
0: And, like, releases urine. And, and come. That's and That's what the baby-making
1: part is. Why not both.
0: Because <laughs> I wanted to argue
1: semantics, is that a problem? Maybe, no, not really. You're a problem. I know I am. I just realized Josh's mic wasn't turned on, so I'm so sorry, friend.
0: Oh,
2: no. <laughs> I, it is <laughs> now, no, though. No one's heard me yet. Who <laughs> no, the fuck is
1: okay, <laughs>
2: <laughs> No, I was uh, just going to ask you guys, does anyone else's penis make a small screech before you fall asleep?
4: No, it's just more like, like a... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's like we're both dog shit tired at the end of <laughs> the <laughs> Okay,
3: I, th- I thought
2: that was like a death
3: It uh, uh, Could be. I could
4: be, be suffocating it with my thunder thighs. I don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Mine actually speaks Relayan, which is uh pretty
3: cool. <laughs> Good night to you two. <laughs> Thanks, bud. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Mine's
4: too small and it's like the whistle from uh, Flintstones. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus
1: Does it make uh, sarcastic one-liners like most of the household it objects in the so
3: Flintstones? <laughs> I wish it did. Let's not
0: get too ridiculous. <laughs>
1: I can't believe that's more ridiculous than a dick that speaks relay. Motherfucker trying to summon Cthulhu on a nightly basis. That
0: makes sense, though.
1: Especially when it's me. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like, there are crazy porn kids out there. Them stepping on it has to do something. That's. That <laughs> that <makes>
1: sense, <laughs> Tyler winced, and I looked at him for the same reason he winced. <laughs> oh, high school was fun. Just not about it. Not about it.
4: You know, like, in your dick, just like. He's had like it happen to guy. him. I watched it. Nah, nah. Oh, fuck. Why do you always have to do that? <laughs> I thought that's why you were wincy. No! I was just. I've seen the video, like, said videos, and I'm just like, ew. A <laughs> lie. It does not. Yeah, me yes.
1: and Tyler were part of a sex dungeon in high school. That's when I saw him get his pee pee stepped on. <laughs> yeah. What?
3: <laughs> a
1: lot of teachers got fired that year. <laughs> that was his R2 story Don't worry about it.
3: <laughs>
1: I like how he's got such a good imitation of R2-D2 and he's never even fucking seen those movies.
4: I have seen those movies. Really? He just doesn't like them. Oh, I thought you meant Star Wars in general. No, I haven't seen the original trilogy, no. Yeah. <laughs> oh,
1: Which, that's oh, where the that's only one where R2 on my, trilogy don't <laughs>
4: Oh, so you saw the bad ones?
2: You've (laughs) only seen the
1: bad. I'm a Star Wars
3: purist. No point. Oh no. Well, no, it's it's funny. Like
4: you'll
1: see on the internet these days, people talk about the toxic Star Wars fan base being gatekeepers, and they're like, "You guys just like one through six, and you hate on the Disney trilogy." I'm like, "What does that fucking make me? Where I only consider four, five, and six the only Star Wars movies around?"
0: (laughs) You're just a regular film snob. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just an You're just an
3: asshole.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hate the first the, the prequel trilogy. They're... Fucking garbage.
0: Two was terrible. I'll give you that. Fuck. They're
1: all terrible.
0: Three was fun, but the end the end fight scene was that was long.
1: See, I've always thought that three would be a good place to start it. Hmm. Oh, I agree. Uh, not necessarily, you know, have the exact same plot, but start it with uh, an adult Anakin nearing the end of the Clone Wars and stretch his descent into the dark side no, out.
0: We gotta do pad racing. Jar Jar fucking Binks. Natalie Portman into <laughs> like fourteen year old Annie. Yeah, that is he fourteen or thirteen or twelve.
1: He's nine in episode one. <laughs> <nine>. I <laughs> 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 two, When he's like the queen. I main. think that's like seven years later. So he's like sixteen. Okay. At the time.
0: Yeah. In like episode two, she just like anyway.
4: Like, yeah. you she, want a beer, she's, buddy? Yeah, exactly. She's like, hey, you want to come in right twenty one yesterday? I mean, it was a long,
1: long time ago. So that was probably long enough ago where they're just like, hey, if there's grass on the field, let him play ball. <laughs> <laughs> but there
0: has to be like not incest, but like. Uh, statue of, like, age limitation in that, right? Oh, Age of Consent age in of the, Consent, uh, like a
1: galaxy far, far away?
0: Yeah. I mean, unless she's, like, the queen and be like, oh, fuck this 16-year-old kid.
1: I mean, that's better than, say, Elizabeth Bathory who was like, I'm gonna steal every virgin in the country and bathe in their blood.
4: What part of Star Wars was that?
1: No, that's real-life history.
4: <laughs> I don't know what that means. What's real life? Episode 7. I only know <laughs> <laughs> movies! I <laughs> <laughs> Episode seven. I just heard
1: that. (laughs) (laughs) Episode seven of what? Star Wars. I don't know what you're talking about. That's
0: why you don't like. (laughs) It's not a few.
1: God bless Daisy Ridley, though. She tried with those films. (laughs)
4: She did. uh, What's his name? Uh, Adam Driver. Oh yeah. He was my favorite part of those movies, anyway. Mine too. I mean, I liked him. Oh yeah. As a casual,
0: I liked uh, Oscar Isaac as Poe. Oh yeah, I liked him too. I
1: I. I liked him, but I also it's kind of hard to like him because of how poorly utilized the character itself was. Well, that goes I think yeah. for
4: everybody. I, I I I think I liked one Star Wars fucking I think it was a Mandalorian clip on YouTube. I liked it, and then I kept getting Star Wars recommendations, and then one popped up of. It was like uh, eleven months ago, or like it was a long time. Ago, it was like right before uh, what was the second one? Rise of Skywalker?
3: No. Uh, uh, last Jedi. Jedi. Last yeah.
4: Jedi. It's like right before that where it's like, Mark tried to warn us and we didn't listen. Uh, yeah. It was like interviewers, that he's like, Dodge just don't get your hopes up. <laughs> like, uh, he, you know? he, he was literally going around in those interviews yeah. and being like, I told Ryan during production, like, th- I do not think this is how Luke and would be. that's when I yeah. just genuinely feel bad for them because they're fans, man. Like uh, John Boyega. Mm-hmm. It's a bigger like, dude, travesty than the Montreal yeah. Screwjob. Dude knows his shit. I've seen interviews with him. Like, he knows <laughs> yeah, yeah. the lore and shit.
2: Well, and the performances were never really my problem. I mean,
0: it's the
2: Hux was over the top a little bit, but other Which than that, the performances Hux? were good. You know? General and Hux, that's Man? Dominic. Um, <laughs> Dom Hulce. Mm-hmm. Hull- yeah. Hull- I want oh, say yeah. Dominic Monaghan. Hull- like, no. is a, you know, <laughs> a triple A actor. Yeah, exactly. But in that, he was over the top. But that's the writing. You know, you know what? He's and doing? direction,
1: oh. because a good director could be like you could probably scale that back a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't.
0: You don't like Ryan Johnson, do you? Not not a, not a fan. Out, I like Looper,
1: Knives Out. Still haven't seen right. it yet. Oh. Oh.
0: Okay, I oh, shouldn't
1: say I don't like Ryan Johnson. I don't like what he did with Star Wars. Yeah, I mean, that's a fact.
2: And he admittedly wasn't a super fan growing up, like JJ was, and like JJ had the sort of vision for it. Uh, being See, a long life Star Wars fan, Ryan Johnson was somebody fresh. Was not into the franchise and they wanted some fresh take and It was all about subversion. That's of all well and expectations.
4: good. That's, that's, so, that's all good, yeah. but then not you realize that that was supposed to be the second movie of a trilogy? <laughs> and yeah. you're like, oh yeah, I have no idea what they're doing. Yeah, I don't Niche. understand
2: why <laughs> yeah. they separated it. Halfway through, they should have just gave one director right. or a team of directors the whole project, like yeah. they did with The Mandalorian. But yeah. I mean,
1: if you look at it, the, the, the sequel trilogy follows essentially the same trajectory that the original trilogy does oh, yeah. behind the scenes, where it's like, hey... We got an idea. We made it, and then they're like, "All right, you're out, new director," because Lucas only directed A New Hope.
4: But my yeah. idea.
1: Yeah, uh, whatever. Fuck you.
4: <laughs> you got paid. Yeah. <laughs> my
0: I, uh, idea. I was gonna say so. It was the same shit that happened with uh, X Men Origin Wolverine. Oh, was, a Singer. Was, no, no, sure. uh, it wasn't Singer. It oh. Was, uh, his name was Gavin. I was thinking X Men think, for some reason. Sorry. And he uh, he was not a fan of comic books. And they are just like, you'd be perfect for X-Men Origins 12. Perfect! <laughs> which which <laughs> oh, yeah. ones, that's the... That's the the bad CGI... Where he has the claws yeah, that look yeah, like claws. they're from a 90s is, video is that game? the one yeah. that's... Uh, mostly in Japan.
1: Time. No, no that's the Wolverine. That's the no, no Wolverine. You know the oh, okay. movie
2: where the merc with the mouth
1: has no, <laughs> no mouth. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's just I. And for some reason with the titles, I get the Wolverine and, and Origins Wolverine mixed up. Yeah,
0: and in it's, Origins Wolverine, he like they show him fighting through all these battles throughout stuff that happened in history.
4: Which is an infinitely it, cooler movie. If they had just done that, I think yeah, it would have been fucking amazing.
2: <laughs> <problem with> Logan <laughs> was my dream Wolverine. Oh, oh right. and Logan yeah, yeah, yeah. was great. Oh, that was, that
1: was oh, can really we good. talk about comics real quick? Because I, for the first time in my life, have gotten into a run of comics with issue one. And am actually collecting it as it goes. Oh. Go for uh,
4: it, saucy tot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you just called me that because I called you that earlier.
4: I call everybody that. No, you don't. It's from that stupid commercial. I read your book. Hello, music. you saucy tat.
1: <laughs> I don't know what commercial you're talking
2: about. I don't remember. I think it was like a cricket commercial? No? Now, is this tart like sweet tarts or tart like tater tots?
4: Tart, tart like <laughs> sweet tarts. <laughs> ah, okay. But it could be tart. Hey, you saucy tat. Uh, Napoleon, give me some of your tarts. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: no, but you were saying the comic <clears> oh, yeah. yeah. Uh,
1: it's a. Uh, Back to our <laughs> <laughs> No, but it's uh, called Marvel Aundid, Heroes man. Reborn. <laughs> and admittedly, I found out about it because of Monomarth posted about it. No. Because uh, ba- the basic premise is Blade wakes up in a world where the Avengers never existed. Uh, instead, it's this group called the. Squadron Supreme of America, and it consists of, uh, what's his name? A bunch of tryhards? Halcyon? Or uh, Hyperion. Hyperion, well, basically uh, the Nighthawk, yeah. okay. or, uh, some dude named Blur, who's basically a, uh, a Flash ripoff. Yeah. Um, but, like, and in this instance, uh, for some reason, Dr. Doom has a crystal that can change him into the Juggernaut. So he's Doctor Juggernaut, and he's terrifying. <laughs> the name's That's stupid awesome. as hell, but the <laughs> I design kinda is really fucking. I really like the name. <laughs> I'm Doctor Juggernaut, bitch. <laughs> and at some point in this alternate world's history, uh, Pietro Maximoff was killed, and Scarlet Witch absorbed his powers, so she's the Silver Witch. And See it's that's
2: horrifying. terrifying. What the hell? That's, yeah, I mean, Scarlet Witch with super speed. And that's she even says, terrifying. Uh, she even has so a line like, in the is. first <laughs> issue where she's
1: like firing yeah. off hexes at a thousand mile or a thousand a minute. And you're just like, oh, <laughs> oh,
3: oh my god. <laughs>
1: and yeah, in this world, uh, Steve Rogers was never unfrozen. Tony Stark never became Iron Man. He's still a weapons dealer, and Thor never reclaimed his hammer, and he's just an angry fucking drunk. And Amon Marth shared it because in the scene they draw, he's rocking an Amon Marth t-shirt, which is something ah, I've wanted since high school. That's that's awesome. legit. And it's actually, it's a really interesting comic so far. Wait, so does it this Blade, Blade
4: know of the Avengers, though, then? He's the only one. He's the only one? Like, okay. he,
1: uh, it starts off with him, he's talking about how, like, I woke up in this world two weeks ago, I'm the only fucking person... That knows that something here is not right. So, Man.
2: is it now his goal to like unite the Avengers to yes. be what they actually should be? Okay, yes. and like Michael said, I, I just think that's cool.
4: Me. I'm sorry, I just say I thought it was cool that it lies on the hands of Blade because that's oh hell, yeah. it's fucking great. He's yeah, an underutilized. Like I didn't know oh, he hell. ever actually
1: got uh, put on the Avengers roster at one point. I did not Very know briefly, that. Right? Uh, well, in this comic, he's still an Avenger.
2: Okay, <laughs> yeah, it kind of reminds me of uh, what DC did when Doctor Manhattan decided to fuck with the timeline. Oh, was that that and Minutes
1: to Midnight adventure? It was with the new Fifty Two. I think it was right?
2: Rebirth. Rebirth I mean, that's what, yeah. yeah, Rebirth or Reborn I or something like that. I remember wanting to get into it, but I never. Really yeah, it. I, I read a bit of it. It was pretty cool. I think um, Flash was the only one that had sort of an inkling that something was wrong. And eventually Batman, you know, outsmarts Dr. Manhattan, which is kind of fucking insane. (laughs) Yeah, Batman's a little OP. Uh, But... Hey, while we're on the subject of comics, I know probably everybody has already seen it, but I gotta plug Invincible on Amazon I was Prime. gonna bring it
4: up, dude! I'm on episode hey, four, no. and I have to see it. I,
2: he's uh, just telling me, and so I gotta still see it. Is it
4: based on an actual comic, or yeah. is it just yes. an... Oh, By, uh, yeah. what's Robert his name? Kirkman. Robert Kirkman. Robert yeah. And I would, honestly, I'm only four episodes in, and it's like seven, right? J.K. Simmons um, is the star of it, seven isn't it? Eight, eight yes. yeah. I'd put you know this, main guys, i think. put this well above the boys. Honestly, it's really oh, it is yeah, such see, a good fucking show, dude. Oh, I that's love it. Very high praise
1: considering the boys is fucking fantastic. It's
4: great. I, I love the that. boys. Don't get me wrong but this is like if you take a pretty boy like super and just it's I can't, I don't want to give away too much You Not know you its so, It's just great. It's a fucking great show dude after seeing the whole first
2: season I gotta say, like, I went into this with the lowest expectations because I'm kind of burnout out on the superhero thing, yeah, right? for sure. And um, you watch the first episode, and I, I thought at first, you know, oh, this is kind of like something I would watch as a, a kid. Like, this is a good teenage aimed show. And then they. Really quickly flipped the script, and, and... you're like, this is a hard R now. Is, yeah. <laughs> a
4: fucking adult show, for well, sure. Well, hard R, and it's just, but. like, just the circumstance. You're like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah, it's- it
2: almost feels like, uh, sort of how they set the m- whole mystery in Watchmen. Um... You know, they started out with like something that happens and now the whole show we're like, Why the hell did this happen?
4: Right. Only certain people know
2: why this happened and why the hell didn't it happen.
4: Mm. Yes. Yeah, it's so dope. Honestly, Um, yeah, it's a (laughs) it's starts off like a like a kids shit like a kids superhero show like nothing's really yeah. bad happening then all of a sudden it's like boop! not we lied <laughs> and we're like oh shit <laughs> i was i was one of the things that
1: i was hesitant about cuz i hadn't heard anything about it i had just seen the thumbnail on prime is i was like man that looks a lot like uh batman the animated series and justice oh, yeah. league type animation i was like ah That seems a little derivative for me.
2: Well, see, I think it's done on purpose as a sort of bait and switch. Well, kind of. I think it's the irony of it all because Mm -hmm. the show's kind of trying to teach you a lesson about the actual consequences of superpowers. Of having, yeah, it's it's really cool. and, And the fact that humanity probably couldn't handle it mentally, you know? Or like. Just individuals in general with superpowers would not be able to handle that
4: mentally without breaking, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, it, I like yeah, that a lot, it actually. It does it
1: very
3: well. It does. Very well.
4: Well, I mean, from what I've said, I'm still not finished with it yet, but just from where I'm at now, holy hell, it's a good show, you guys. Well, then let me know when shows. you're done
1: with it, and then I'll start it, just because we share a Prime account, so if he's watching it... Then I start watching it. He's gonna turn around and be like, "I already
3: fucking saw this. What the hell is going on, Mister Bill? Oh no!" Uh,
0: I uh, are you guys okay if I semi spoil Falcon and Winter Soldier?
3: Oh, I've seen, seen it all did. already. Yeah.
0: Okay. 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 Are you okay with it, Josh?
4: Yeah, I haven't it's seen not, it yet, but I'm huge, okay. It's yeah. not a huge
0: spoiler or anything. But, I but like one of the characters in there. He actually has his own comic book. Uh, called Red, White, and Black.
4: Oh, you
1: talked, you yeah, messaged was, me about this when you were reading it.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was actually really fucking awesome. I signed up for like a month of Marvel Unlimited and read as much as I could, but it was like there was a Captain America before Captain America that how they tested the super serum on. Yeah, and yeah. it was this group of black soldiers who were actually drafted unwillingly, and then they just actually threw them into the army and then put super serum into a lot of the black soldiers. Whoever survived that batch they eventually were essentially the beta for Captain America. Right. In fact, serum. basically
1: their take on the Tuskegee experiments, Pretty right? much, yeah. yeah.
0: And then just, like, one by one, these guys inadvertently start offing each other because of, like, how they're going crazy and shit. And one of the characters from it is actually in the show Falcon Winter Soldier. What's this, um... So there's a character that survives
2: that serum... Uh, a black man, Isaiah yeah. and Bradley. He, Isaiah Bradley. Okay, there you go. And he becomes a hero, and the government retires him because really he's black and all that, right? I've yeah. heard about this. I haven't yeah. read this, but um, I was watching some video comparing all the people who are kind of like a Superman knockoff. Yeah. To see which one would be more powerful, and he was on that list. Yeah. Like, he, he could was, definitely take Superman. He was extremely
0: powerful, and the comic is so depressing because yeah. it's like how. The government essentially was so ashamed of that later on that they denied ever having any involvement in it. Right. Steve Rogers ex- uh, found out about it accidentally for some reason. And so he wanted to learn more as to what the fuck happened back then. Yeah. And then issue by issue, they take it to where it was just kind of like modern slavery, but with superheroes. Huh. And then, so Isaiah is the only one to survive all this. And he ends up kind of going back home, and they, uh, I think they like strip him of any valor and any. And, anything interesting. Basically, deny he
1: ever served the U.S. military.
0: Exactly. Which, he just... He semi-explains that in the show. Are you still talking about the comic,
1: or are you talking about it no, the comic. Because in... okay. yeah.
0: the comic is different because it does end on a different note. Because Steve actually goes to visit Isaiah in the comic. I
1: was really hoping... Fuck. Sorry. Did <laughs> I... <laughs> I... I mean, he said he's okay with it.
0: Okay. Yeah. But Go ahead. Were, were you... I was I... hoping
1: Steve would show up for that exact scene at the end of Falcon and Winter Soldier, uh, that so was that was my big hope. He,
0: so in the comic book, he he, uh, he shows up and sees it, and Isaiah's mind is gone. Like it's kind of like an Alzheimer's to where oh he is there. yeah. so it's not like the show in that sense. So, oh, that's where, really sad. Yeah, so like when he goes there, he can barely speak words in that, and it isn't until Steve shows him the shield that like Isaiah smiles for the first time in like years. That's it's touchy. A, yeah. Yeah. That's and it's take really a picture touchy. Picture with like him smiling. Like that's how the book ends. You're just like that's this is touching. a fucking great comic, but fuck, it's so depressing.
1: I, I really need to get more into comics, man. Same man,
2: same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A uh, quick plug, um, Divinity from Valiant Comics. Good. Yeah. Divinity. I, Good series. Oh man, it blew my mind, and I still have to catch up. But just, um, I don't know. We're talking sci-fi and comics. I also got to plug Watchmen HBO. That that yeah. show blew That's on my, my list. mind. I have so, so conflicted relevant. things about it. Oh man!
0: It's it's a sequel to the comic book more than anything.
2: Yeah, direct sequel to the comic book. Yeah. It forgets okay, good that to Jack, know. Uh, Zack Snyder even made a movie. You know? and yeah. Well, because isn't there a
1: lot of crazy stuff like including a giant space octopus or a space? But it squid makes so much sense in the yeah, comic like, that it, he cut
0: out. Because in the comic, it was just instead of the nuclear bomb, it was a big old giant octopus
1: from space. Yeah.
4: Spurge.
2: Yeah, and that's the thing. Like it was. Um, Which good and bad, It was I'd a plot honest. to fake the world into believing there was an alien threat. Mm. So they had to manufacture an alien. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. See, I've never actually read the Watchmen comics. Oh, it's next Whoa. level
2: writing, dude. That next is
0: level. Great stuff.
1: Isn't Alan Moore wi- widely regarded to be like just a kind of a cunt?
0: He doesn't like what they did to his stuff ever. So that's kind of why he hates Hollywood. Mm. Like, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen i Trish love that movie,
2: movie uh, that was the one that like that was the first <laughs> adaptation of his books right into um, film and the... i
0: think there might have been one before okay well Unless i know
2: a... he worked on batman
1: and stuff. i didn't know leave extraordinary gentleman was a comic book movie honestly yeah, yeah. that makes sense a though pretty bad one. <laughs> The comic was bad? The concept no, no, no. is cool the as movie. shit. I love the I concept. Love because I, it's, it's such fun, a campy,
2: good time. But compared to the comic.
1: uh, Well, you know. yeah. But it also came out at a time when... Um, Hollywood didn't take comic books fucking seriously
4: <laughs> yeah. at all. You're going to no, disrespect Sean Connery as Alan Moore? <laughs> Alan Quatermain. <laughs> Alright, who the fuck's Alan Moore? The writer of the, and artist yeah. of the call. I'm just yeah. gonna keep it like that.
2: <laughs> oh man, and that's why, like, Invincible is so good too. They do little, um, sort of throwbacks to older comic book tropes and even some movie tropes. like. I remember there's a scene where somebody's about to awaken a mummy, and it, it's almost an exact scene from the mummy. But it's it's like they twist it and make it into something funny and just irrelevant. Like it's no big deal that <laughs> some mummy god is awakening, and they're just like. And
4: nobody gives a
3: shit. But I'm Superman, I don't give a Right. That's hilarious. So these are yeah. the
0: ones based on now and more stuff Watchmen, V for Vendetta, uh, Leave Extraordinary Gentlemen, From Hell. Constantine Batman the Killing Joke Constantine,
4: okay. I think that's a very underappreciated movie. I know it's gotten a like I a like like cult it. following right now I But love I it. love that movie so much. Yeah. Yeah. I liked it, it when great. I saw it. I'd, I'd never read the comic though Well, no me neither. <laughs> I've always based been a very off the movie, casual though. comic
1: fan in that regard
4: Same. Me and you were the yeah, we're casual comics Co- comic Yes. I'm suck your dick, Josh. Uh, <laughs> Lathan is Ooh, hate yeah. all
2: of us
4: when he hears this. I podcast. know. <laughs> Sorry, Lathan, I'll it's suck yours like, too. Constantine
2: <laughs> sucks. <laughs> he doesn't like Constantine. No, he loves the oh. comic book and he thinks the movie was, like, not. I, I don't want to speak that, for him, but I've had conversations where he's, he's not proud of the movie.
0: You know? <laughs> I think that's the same with Alan Moore. It's just they've changed a lot of his shit. And it's funny because, like, on its own. Those are actually all right, but I think he had different intentions of when he wrote it, and that's why he didn't want anything changed. But it was like, we're paying you money, man. I, I think he's story. a
1: little self-obsessed in that regard. Like, yeah. I get it. You have a message in everything you write, but come on, man. If if you couldn't figure it out yeah. after the first time they produced one of your things that that's just how the business works... Yeah. Or if you want it to be exactly the way you wrote it in the comics, go fucking direct it yourself. And I'm sure some it, asshole yeah. would finance it. And,
0: and it sucks, too, because, like, the Watchmen movie, he would have loved, because it adapts, like, straight from the fucking book. There's even, the like, an extended version when they, like, add in all of the shit from the actual Wait, thing, and it's, like, would a four-hour. you gun. speak like he's dead? No, he's alive. Okay. No, he, um, just, he just refuses. Oh, he refuses to watch he's, it? He's, like, a gotcha. hermit now. And he's just, like, I don't want anything to do with fucking Hollywood. But the yeah. Watchmen movie... He would I think the love HBO he series he would yeah. be
2: blown away by. It. Yeah. I mean, it, Dave because it was
0: the other writer of, of Watchmen.
2: Yeah. Or Dave Gibbons, I'm sorry. Um... But it has the exact heart and soul of the original comic, in my right. opinion. I mean, it's
1: socially
0: and, and politically relevant. And even as, like, a mystery show, you're just like, this is fucking insane what's going on. This is awesome. Oh, yeah. I feel like
1: it's something I would want to read the comics before I checked you, out the series. You know what? I could show you an 18-minute YouTube video that'll
2: explain everything you need to know before yeah. H, uh, and, the HBO series. Sounds good, man. And more than, any- good, yeah, and more
0: yeah. than anything, yeah. I just want to state too that if anybody hasn't seen Watchmen you don't necessarily need to know things when you watch the show if you watch the show on HBO because a lot of the stuff that is in the HBO show has been more evolved from things that have been in the previous uh, adaptation or like the comic book and that to where it takes on a whole other meaning Oh, and they did a really good job at foreshadowing and sort of
2: leaving you hints as to what happened before. Yeah, yeah. You know, like for instance, one character has all this uh, guilt of all these lives lost on the weight of his shoulders and he's living in this beautiful mansion and uh, on the side of his mansion you see this giant like rose vine or whatever it is, a flower vine, crawling up the side of his mansion, and it's all red. And it just kind of, like, it shows you that so much blood, because from the side it looks like just a giant blood splatter all over his mansion. And I think he planted it there on purpose to punish himself, because that's who he is as a character, Uh, just to show himself, like, yeah, this is not... Uh, without sacrifice, you know. It, I don't know. It, it's just clever writing like that that just kept me hooked and kept me watching again and again.
4: Hmm. Yeah, good hmm. stuff.
2: Okay. I'm babbling at this point.
1: But no, no. <laughs> ah, that's worth it. It's all good, bros. Uh, should we take a break for the ad and then we'll get into the main topic of the evening? You know, you know what? What's up? I woke up this morning, got myself a gun. It's the theme to The Sopranos, you oh, gotcha. God, like I
3: Friday. give you gold and you
4: just <laughs> stare at me. I thought I, <laughs> I thought we were all gonna be like eye roll, like I really know, but nobody got except me. So all right. Cool. It's because
1: you literally watched the last episode True, last it's night. Been a
4: few weeks. Shut your fucking mouth! Or <laughs> <All> what?
3: <laughs>
4: or I'll fuck it for you. Uh, all right. Oh, <laughs> <laughs>
1: Give me that mead, you fuck.
4: <laughs> fuck off, drink your own.
1: I didn't buy mead.
4: Well, how dare you? Who bought the
1: mead? You can have Kay. a sip if I can have one of those. I bought the bought those for everybody. You can have two if you want.
3: Oh, well, fuck. Yeah, have yourself an <laughs> Einstein, stop, Josh. <laughs> oh, here's
0: the mead.
1: These, these are one of my favorite beers ever. It's a Scotch Ale. Oh, and oh thank you,
0: sir. We, we can have one, yeah.
1: You've had one before, but yeah, you're. You. I bought them for everybody. Oh, thank you, man.
0: Um, so, yeah, this whole... I, I know we're going to talk about Sopranos. I do want to bring up something. Yeah, yes, go was just for it. hilarious. I brought it up on our group chat tonight. But I followed the, uh, the AMC GameStop saga that's been going on with the stocks. It, it's so fucking funny because with AMC, there are... It's so crazy because there's this back and forth between, like, analysts and people who are obviously against all these other little guys. And it was one of the investors said that they wanted AMC to be a penny. Like that's what he targeted the stock as, and everybody's like, "It's not fucking a bit," and they're just like, "And he is like egging on trolls." He literally said, "Bring it on to the trolls." And he got pissed off because somebody <laughs> fucking took a Photoshop of his head and put it over like two a gorilla fucking.
1: getting fucked.
0: Yeah, a oh. gorilla <laughs> getting fucked. And then he's just like, "This is filth." I'm like, "The, the CEO <laughs> <laughs> is fucking enabling <laughs> <And> this." This
3: motherfucker <laughs>
0: got his just desserts in a. Greek
1: you way. said,
3: "Bring it on," yeah. and now you're upset. <laughs> Yeah, fucking it crybaby.
0: It's fucking never great challenged
3: cause
0: the internet <laughs> <laughs> exactly, and now it's on every single tweet. He puts it to that yeah. fucking photo, <laughs> fucking fuck. uh-huh. and there's different Photoshop's, <laughs> and then it turns out this where the plot thickens even more. He actually might be oh, in trouble for short selling uh, a stock back in like twenty sixteen because it's under federal investigation at this moment. Fuck yeah, that's, so that's awesome. Yeah, so there's so much to this fucking saga, but I, I just wanted to bring that up because that shit. Had me rolling for hours of just his face getting, getting fucked and he was so pissed. And it was like an MS Paint
3: Photoshop. Yeah! We uh, <laughs> were like, cut
4: it out and just put it on yeah, a it fucking gorilla. It, <laughs> it was bad. And, and he was so he, pissed. Oh. Yeah, he was so fucking pissed.
0: And it was on, like, Fox Business News.
4: <laughs> Are you seeing this shit?
1: <laughs> Carmelo.
3: <It's>
1: so, <laughs> so, since we're bringing up random internet things, did you all see that... Somebody at Forbes had enough time to calculate smog's be. total worth. Yeah. Yeah. And then they were comparing it to billionaires Like apparently he would barely make the top 20. I thought
4: it was like 40
1: <laughs> Something like 20, that.
4: But yeah, it was it, my it only was problem. So minuscule. My only
1: problem with that is apparently the math they did was they uh, used math to determine the size of the pile compared to the size of smog's body and get a rough estimate that way and I'm just like but you know that that horde
4: is probably like three floors in that mountain keep deep, yeah, right? The smog's roughly like what, about a hundred feet long with like a two hundred foot wingspan. Yeah. Well, and
1: they're they're going under the assumption that that's just one single room. I was like, no, that treasure's probably down all the way into the fucking basement, bro. <laughs>
0: I, okay, I...
4: And somehow the Stone shows up right fucking there! I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, aren't some of these artifacts
1: like magic and possibly like... Yeah, how do you quantify the value of magic? I you mean, know. they can do that in Middle-earth, <laughs> or at least in Skyrim, because you have to sell shit, but...
2: Oh, <laughs> well, they actually have a wizard working at Forbes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Speaking of wizards, uh, Snoop Dogg, the level 13 crypt mage. Yeah, yeah!
0: That was fucking great! Yeah, there's a Corona commercial with fucking Snoop, and he's so he's handing Coronas on the beach, which is fine, and he has a bucket in one hand, the three never moved from his bucket, and he just had, like, to cut to him different shots and he just has coronas for people passing by, and the bucket never, it's always three in the fucking bucket. Yeah, those bag of
4: holdings. Yeah, yeah exactly. like... Those are the ones in his back
3: pocket. Well, <laughs> well yeah, Marcelo so sent
1: that us that commercial easy <laughs> earlier, and I was like, dude, you just gotta respect his gangster. And he's like, there's there's gangster and then there's magic. I'm like, dude, this is gangster magic. I was, like, is gangster magic. I was like, don't you know Snoop's a level 13 crit Mage with yeah, a no, subclass in no, Brewing? He
2: was in the fel- Fellowship. That was his gift from Galadriel.
1: <laughs> <laughs> never ending <laughs> uh, I feel like uh, if Snoop really was a, a mage, he would have to crip walk when he's casting all of his spells. <laughs> <laughs> Alright,
0: I do have to bring this up. I was watching Trash TV last night, so for whatever reason, I was like, I want to. Is that actually on. what it
1: was called, or are you talking about the show Network? Oh, okay. Oh, okay, so that trash <laughs> means quality, not quality. the actual name. There's some gems well, on there. There are. <laughs> it was.
0: Ba- it's this show called Baggage. I brought it up in the group chat, but I wanted to bring it up to you, Josh, because yeah. it was. So what it is is like it's kind of part dating show, part uh, game show, to where you reveal your secrets oh, to this no. person. Uh, like, you have one big secret you're going to let loose oh, to, the, no. to those people. <laughs> oh, no, boy. So this, <laughs> no. this guy is... This uh, guy is... The one guy that I watched, his big secret was that he gambled away his house. Okay. So the contestants wouldn't know that until the very end. No, nobody on the show knows that until the very end. And then, based on what he knows about the girls to that point, or the girl that he picks, then she can choose if she wants to be with him because of that. Uh-huh. But, but there are other secrets we had were, for one of them... She was... Where is it? I had it. The one, the one girl he dropped, it was... Uh, you know what? I'll just ask you, as if you were on the show. Okay. So there's three girls with secrets. One is... These are small secrets. Okay. The small ones are... Small secret of cooking gourmet food for dogs. Uh, one stuffs her bra. And the other one can out-eat out eat any man. These are all attractive women. But you have to drop
1: one. Uh, drop the eater. Drop the eater. Oh. Okay. Oh, can I cut you guys off right there for my own little anecdote, real oh, quick? What's up? So I sent Tyler a TikTok earlier today of this girl who's a pro- apparently like a professional eater, and it's just a video, a time lapse video of her eating a seventy two ounce steak Jeez. and a salad big enough to accompany it as a side in forty minutes, and I'm in love. <laughs> I am in
0: love. I love it. So then, the one you dropped, her medium secret was, she makes uh, her man dress as Harry Potter for bed. Okay. And the big secret is that she actually hooked up with an engaged friend. Jesus okay. Christ! Yeah. <laughs> That's not so not then terrible. Then, so then the other two... Drimy. The other two... Two- <laughs> so then the other. I mean, I'll left get left over it, it. I guess. <laughs> right? I'll enjoy the Harry Potter <laughs> thing. Whatever. I would. Godric So the other two left. the The medium secret is one dances at lesbian clubs. Nice. And the other one is, uh, her man must convert to her religion.
2: Oh well, that one's gone. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's I mean, gone unless she happens to be a Norse pagan and then I'm like, Well I don't think I don't she's need to. pagan. Damn it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know what her big secret was? Engage ten times. Oh Holy yeah, shit. I could see yeah. that. Yeah. And then the uh, the one who the one who stuffs her bra. So she stuffs her bra, that was her small thing. And she sometimes dances at lesbian clubs. Uh, her big secret was that she sleeps uh, on the floor at a studio apartment. Okay, yeah, yeah that's so was great. Like, yeah. And then it was just...
3: Hey, the <laughs> struggle's real, ready. man. Yeah.
2: yeah, I'm okay with that. She won't be so high maintenance <laughs> if she's sleeping on the floor. True. <laughs> you do have a point.
0: <laughs> right? and, then, and then it was brought up at the end of just like... then she, So she got picked because of her stuff, and then the guy's just like, all right, I'm going to reveal mine to you, and then it was gambled the house away. Uh, and then that's when it was like, all right, what do you choose? Are you going to get together on a date, or are you going to just like, you know, was this a No. <laughs> You
2: guys going to have sex on the studio apartment <laughs> floor or what? <laughs> what are we talking here? Where else would
1: you have sex? Hardwood.
2: <laughs> Did <floor>. <laughs> Hardwood. Get it? Hardwood
1: floor. Alright, is there uh, any new business before we get into today's topic? My favorite topic.
3: No. No?
1: Nope. Josh, anything else?
2: Uh, I was going to say that the Game Show Network also helped me discover a show called Solitary. Solitary where people I love that show. Yeah. where they're locked in a torture room. It's like 12 <laughs> people
1: over, uh, what is it, maybe the course of a couple days? Actually, it was a month.
2: It was maybe two months, 60 yeah, days, something it was, like that. As long it as also, they
1: could last. Yep. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so it'd be 12 people, each person locked in their own fucking room, uh, going through increasingly difficult challenges. Uh, they would randomly be deprived of sleep. <laughs> they were only ever given, like, a not even a protein bar, just like a brick of, like, n- a nutrient brick. Soylent green, basically. They were given
2: popcorn, and some of them were using the popcorn to, like, tell what day it was, like, how long they've been in there, because they don't get to see <laughs> light or a clock or
0: anything. Yeah, Damn! Nuts. And the thing is, like, what you don't know what place you're in until you're eliminated. Yeah. So you don't know if you won or not, depending on how long you've been there.
2: And yeah. the cherry on top, the winner of the show... The way they ended the whole season, they're just like, all right, you won. And then they, they just left it, they just shut
4: off <laughs> the right
2: and that's like it. the He's end of playing. SAW, okay. congratulations okay, And they, they rolled the credits so I was like, did they just kill
4: that guy? What the fuck that whole him? show took place on a boat on, on foreign waters We could have made 10
1: million dollars By doing a follow-up documentary Like examining the mental trauma That each contestant went through
0: You win a hot dog and a
1: handshake <laughs> And the hot dog's really a
4: penis no, You're a hooker now And the handshake's from the Queen of England. (laughs) I I don't want it.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I can't touch you, dear.
4: Sorry. (laughs) I'm too old and frail. Oh, man. All
1: right, yeah, that's all I had. That was beautiful. I haven't thought about that show in forever. Thank you, sir. Uh, That's a gem. All right, so let's get on to... The main topic, one that I've been waiting two months to talk about. Hey Mike
0: woke up this morning,
1: eh? And got myself a gun, eh? Hey, it's a
0: fallback!
4: Hey, hey.
3: Landed it. Way to save yourself, Marcelo. You've saved face
1: today. I fucking hate this place.
3: <laughs>
1: this place fucking hates you. Good. So if you've been living in Iraq or you're like 12 years old and for some reason listen to this podcast, The Sopranos was a show that began airing in 1998 by HBO, a relatively small and uh, not very well-known premium cable channel back in those days. Unless
4: you were a horny young child or... No, no. Father. No, no. <laughs>
1: Cinemax was where it was at. That's really? why it was called Skinemax. Well,
4: yeah, but HBO still had the softcore stuff. Well, they, you, But they, they had, had real like, sex.
1: Real Sex Live, which is yeah. sometimes you'd cool see stuff. something, other yeah. times it'd just be people talking about yeah, dirty stuff like, they did. I like
0: anal. <laughs> it, it, it was
1: like uh, Marcella, proto- you see me after class. <laughs> <laughs> it was like the prototype of taxi cab <laughs> <laughs> confessions.
2: Shout out to the Crypt Keeper, by the way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tales of the Crypt. Tales from
0: the
3: Good. I brought that so up. Just
0: as soon as the fucking intro came on, I had to change the channel. I was like, Fuck <laughs> this! Hey na guys, na na na
1: na. <laughs> why has nobody ever brought Tales from the Crypt back as an actual comic? I know it got banned oh, like yeah. back in the '50s oh, with EC Comics. Comic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, why? Why isn't? Mike,
4: Mike, why hasn't Marvel
1: fair, like? We're very not that shit?
4: We're trying to go to the bar too. So. <laughs> <laughs> right. Sorry. We'll have that conversation later. But
1: <laughs> <laughs> the Sopranos. Yeah. Uh,
0: can, I, can I first off start by saying Josh had told me this. And I completely forgot, but I remember shitting on it when we first talked about it. And I'm so sorry, Mike. I apologize. Oh, for The surprise. So, yeah, because I just remember not knowing a thing. And I bow to you, sir. <laughs> this is, like, top three, top
4: five TV ever. I would, it's so fucking great. I would, yeah, I'd agree. But I don't think I like his as I don't, I, I don't know. I know. I know we I'm just super fan. Yeah, yeah.
1: This, this is part of the reason why uh, I'm excited to have this conversation. because No, because I'm, <laughs> we have three different perspectives Like I'm the super fan where I feel like the show is flawless and can do no wrong. Then we have Marcelo who highly reveres it, thinks it's fantastic, and then there's Tyler who acknowledges that he really likes it, but he doesn't like it as much as the rest of us. And I'm excited to hear what problems you have with it, what problems you have with it. Yes, sir. And just talk about it. We'll talk about it.
2: Can I also ask one question from you guys? Yes, sir. Since I haven't seen it, I'm definitely going to watch it after this podcast, though. For sure. Uh, For sure. Does it feel satisfying at the end of it, in one way or another? Because that's my biggest Ugh. thing with these like that's a huge question. saga yeah. shows, you know, but oh. uh, th- they sometimes slip at the very end.
1: So a little bit of backstory about that: uh, The Sopranos is known for having probably the most divisive series finale of any show ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because usually, general consensus for shows swings one way or the other. Either it ended really well, yeah. or it was a terrible ending, like Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. perfect example. Everybody hates that last season. No,
4: that it stopped at season five. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, you never. And then there's that. that. <laughs> so,
4: uh, <laughs> no, 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 it got canceled. I don't know what you guys are talking about, right? <laughs> well, Stop talking about it! let me, let
0: me, let me, let me <laughs> explain it right?
1: <laughs> and now Tyler's crying in
0: the <laughs> <corner>. <laughs> No, uh, this might be a good way to explain it. I would say yes and no, only because if you actually try and think about it from a big perspective and discuss a lot of the philosophy around it, I would say it's satisfying, but if you're thinking of it as trying to have a character The end of an ending, arc kind yeah, of thing. The end of yeah. an arc thing, you're not gonna be satisfied. Yeah, and I, one I thing. Agree you, with that. One yeah. thing you gotta
1: remember going into um, the Sopranos is in many ways, it is a much more intimate show than all the hype and whatnot would give you. It's yes, not it's not exactly. like breaking bad where yeah. we start with a teacher just diagnosed with lung cancer and we end with a drug kingpin of South of the Southwest. This is just a very much seven seasons of slice of life, the balance between work and family. Yeah. The only difference is the the work happens to be these guys are mobsters. Mm-hmm. So it's very much a uh, day-to-day life. Yes, there's big overarching plots, but there's no there's never really like a huge Explosive finale and that's it's never ended on a cliffhanger honestly, Will they won't they because
4: you opened it perfectly of how I went into this show I thought it was just gonna be a fucking not a spectacle but like but how revered yeah. but it the, is makes you think Yes, if, and yes the way TV is these but days then, makes you think all oh, this is gonna be a Grand on
1: an epic scale, yeah, but yeah. it's so intimate, and that's what I love about. it. But
4: then it. I actually started to appreciate that, and like uh, first season, that was rough to get through. I don't know why it was just kind of a rough. It season. is rougher. I mean, but the writing's
1: there, but you can tell everybody's still trying to figure out their character. They're in their footing and stuff. Yeah, like, for sure.
4: Gandolfini's using a slightly different voice when he yeah. speaks. Yeah, but yeah, progressing from two, three, just onward. It yeah. no, I I learned to appreciate the intimate stuff because you go in. I I do like that they reference the Godfather and stuff like that because in that it just to me it showed that they're not trying to be that because they keep bringing it up and shit. Like they're always talking about like that movie exists in the Sopranos universe, and I. I and so does Goodfellas that that name, and I, all of those. Because yeah, it's like
0: one of the jokes is that like it's around when DVDs coming out, and they buy it, and they're all gonna watch it on the small ass TV with DVD. <laughs> but yeah. The players broke it or some shit, and then Polly grabs a shoe and he's like, "I'll teach this
1: motherfucker <laughs> a lesson." Doesn't way. it eventually <laughs> work
0: too? <laughs> I, I don't
3: think, remember. It's yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> that's
0: fucking great though. <laughs> it's little shit like that to where oh, no. it's. Like Mike said, very, very intimate. And for that, that is one of the reasons why I love it. And it's more of. I would say it's more of a novel than rather like a TV series. It's like. It, oh, uh, it's
1: paced like a novel. It it really everything is. breathes. Yeah. You feel like you get to know every character yeah. intimately. Yeah. And it just, doesn't blow its load trying to give you every side of a complex character in in like 3 episodes. Yeah, and you
0: can piece together your own ending of the actual show yeah. based on what has been laid out before it. Yeah. It's there's not necessarily. There's valid ending. arguments to be made it's one just,
1: way or the other how the series ends. It's
0: just I think more people wanted to have them told. That's cuz we're trained happened. for that. Yeah, exactly, as opposed to which is trying to make something Honestly,
4: well, I think that was a genius move. To yeah. Just I love the kind of ambiguity of the ending and I do, I do have my do own too. opinion of it.
1: For
0: sure.
4: Same.
1: Same. Um, um, we'll get into that a little bit later, though, yeah. just because there's so much more to talk about with the show.
4: I'm just going to... I'll open it with on my part, because as a newbie, because this is the first time I've seen the entire fucking series. Same. And so, I know you love Tony. like I, I love James Gandolfini in this show, don't get me wrong. But just as a character, I didn't like Tony Soprano. He's like, a horrible I, that's dude, the yeah. point. I think that's the point, but oh, yeah. I don't... I, I think... Because everybody's like, Tony's the best character ever written, and it's like, eh, yeah, yes and no. Because he's a great written character, and Gandolfini sells it, like, to the T, but he's a fucking cunt. Like, I don't, I generally didn't care if Tony lived or died at the end of the fucking series. I was like, I don't care. But it's still a great fucking, you're invested. So
1: yeah, I'm he's like... a cunt, but um,
4: <laughs> I think he has the,
1: he says in one of the seasons, he's like, uh, you try wearing the crown and see how... Uh, it works out for you. Something like well, that. and it's more of the it.
4: decisions he makes. It's like, he. It, uh, well, um, I think it boils down to him just being a sociopath. Which oh, is he, like oh,
1: he, yeah. he goes beyond a sociopath. He is a monster. He's a monster. Uh, and yeah, yeah. it's most, like, I told this to Marcelo when he was watching through it. It is best exemplified, in my opinion, like, Tony is not a human being, by the scene where he suffocates Christopher
4: to death. Oh yeah, there will be because... spoilers. <laughs> oh, if spoiler we're tired, spoilers for this twenty-year-old <laughs> <laughs> fucking no. show. Yeah, no,
3: but... So anyway, well, nobody knows the Christopher. We haven't brought him up yet.
4: He could just be some fucking random guy at a coffee shop. I oh, don't good. know. In that scene, you put any fucking iced tea in this. <laughs> but in that, in that scene, when he starts to
1: suffocate him, you they hold on his face, and you can just see any hint of humanity God. just yeah. drop that was from a, his face. Yeah. Especially the way where it looks like he almost has a little bit of a crooked eye, too. Yeah, like, really. he's not he even looks like yeah, the he's, the he's the devil just, just taking him. a soul yeah. down to hell with his
0: fucking... He didn't care if it
1: was... Uh, it's almost it
0: was like he
4: completely dissociated in that moment yeah. where he did. Like, yeah. the lights were on but nobody's yeah. home. and it's, But there's the thing, that's, that's probably one of my favorite scenes in the whole fucking show, because that's when you realize, like... At, at first, you're like, dude, Tony does have a heart. That could he saw the baby seat could have been a baby. Christopher could have fucking killed that baby. He did the right thing, but then it's like, nah, maybe it's just because he wanted to fucking kill Christopher. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so. no, the reality of it is, is there's no justifying. He didn't any necessarily of his actions,
1: want actions. to kill Christopher, but it was a matter of convenience from him. Having him die there would impact his day-to-day life less than any other alternative. (laughs)
0: So, Christopher's first line, if I recall, is just like, look, there he is, there's the man I'm going to hell for, my (laughs) uncle Tony
3: Soprano.
1: (laughs) just like, fuck. I don't think that's his first line. It's one of them. It's one of his first lines, I swear. Ah, Cuz uh, in the very first episode Christopher picks him up yeah. and I think his first line ever is like, "You know, I've been feeling real sick lately. My mother said I shouldn't even co- shouldn't have even come in today." Yeah. You know, just like that's where the show really shines through. Is watching these like two-made guys Killers, See? fucking, just having a stupid fucking
4: conversation okay, like that. Like every I, other. I, I'm sorry. I forgot for the audience' sake, we said spoilers and shit. But I forgot about Josh. Oh
2: no, that's okay. <laughs> I don't want it's it to. A long time I, coming. Yeah. I understand. Yeah.
4: Uh, yeah. you yeah. had yeah. ten years. I don't You're want there. it to. I, I, you should still watch it. No, I, <laughs> I appreciate yeah. really it. more so. Yeah.
0: This is where I think the show really shines, and I want to bring it up because I think Josh would would love this part of the series, is when it starts to go more out there when it like starts to get involved in dreams oh, there's one part play that where like, tony's, tony's in a coma and like it's portrayed as he is in this bar in the middle of vegas and there's the shining light uh-huh. out in the thing and like he's just the whole time he's just in this fucking coma and it's oh my god it's so fucking intense okay it's
1: abstract like it makes you it's think incredibly, incredibly abstract. especially the coma dream i like it because he always uh he makes a lot of references of like, I could be down in so and so selling fucking patio furniture instead of becoming a mobster. That was fucking insane. That was one of the episodes where I'm like,
0: this show, fuck,
3: was where uh,
0: like he doesn't have an accent at all and he's just like, yeah, my name is Kevin Finerty. Like, yeah, yeah, Finney, yeah. Yeah, Finney, yeah. Kevin, yeah.
1: Kevin <laughs> yeah, It's just like this. guy because who like <laughs> the whole premise of the coma dream is he was at a conference for. Something And he even says during that, because he's talking with other people that were supposed to be at the conference. <laughs> they didn't know that. Yet. He's like, yeah, I got my start selling fucking patio furniture, and I just worked my way up into this business. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the whole premise is he was at this convention. He swapped briefcases with a guy who kind of looks like him. Mm-hmm. And it's just uh, he over the course of like three episodes, he slowly starts actually becoming... Kevin Finerty, like this guy's being sued by a temple of Buddhist monks because he sold them an air conditioner. <laughs> that's so
3: and great. Also, <laughs> it's, and Also,
0: to go to uh, Tyler's point of just like how you're not supposed to, like how you didn't like Tony at all was just I think that's kind of the point is just to I do too. Show Looking back, yeah, absolute I, power it's gotta probably, be t-
4: yeah. yeah. Well, honestly, I don't think I liked anybody in that fucking show, but I nobody's loved Nobody's a good, good, person good person in this No, place. nobody's a good person. See, I mean, was a big and question I, I had to ask. The, the it's fucking like, oh, uh, Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> was there somebody around Tony, somebody in his life that you were kind of rooting for? I I mean, there was kind of, one. You kind I of mean, root
4: for all of them. There was, like, was one root I, root I, for, in particular yeah. I was rooting for, and I think his death hit me the hardest. Were you about to say it? Silvio? No, Bobby. Oh. Yeah. Bobby Yeah. Oh, I love Bobby. Um, like, he's kind of a goober, yeah. but you were... But that's it, what it, makes he, him likable. Yeah, yeah, he was the one I was rooting for. It
0: touches on, on all of that stuff of all these people that some you definitely are rooting for, and you're like, this guy, if he wasn't here, like he'd be doing something greater, but he just ended right. up falling into right, it. Right, right. Bobby's um, on, the definition yeah, of that character. I think that's what I love most about the show is it, it shows how complex life is in mm. that sense of how somebody can be... A horrible monster, but yet you can still agree with him on shit. Sure. Like again with uh, with Chris and like the baby seat in the back, you'd be like, "Fuck, I want to kill this son of a bitch too." But right. like, it's like, "Fuck, it's his nephew." And then when you see him like killing Chris, you're like, "Fuck."
4: Well, but this, just, sorry, fuck. dude. But no, and uh-huh, then literally, is it the same episode or next episode? He goes to Vegas to fuck it his ex. Uh, oh, like yeah. come on, man. Tony's an ass. Oh yeah, so <laughs> he didn't give a fuck. <laughs> that was that was <laughs>
1: definitely the one really taking a huge... But God, the end of that episode when they're tripping on pain But
4: I did it! (laughs) No, I get it now! Yeah. Yeah. Um, My... Oh, man. See, because there's so much I want to talk about with so little time, but... Alright, I'll bring up the big uh, I think it's three, maybe two. I should have wrote this shit down. I should have, but... The therapy shit. I feel like that should have ended a long time ago. Honestly. I mean... I feel like... (sighs) I'm um, okay. I, I don't but go uh, It it felt like it just felt repetitive after the whole uh her getting the R word. Like I thought it was going to go a different route from there, but then they just kind of dropped that. And that's then, life, man. I know it's life <laughs> and that I, I think and now I get that's probably the point where it's yeah. like, oh shit, terrible shit like that happens. Yeah. And then she had this ability and, to get rid see, of a the problem yeah, yeah. and a she show, didn't.
1: She would have turned to Tony and had yeah, him right. and and maybe bring that, that guy to sense. That's probably the point. Yeah.
4: But I just feel like after that, though, it just became... I don't know. I don't... It, it, that's yeah, kind of the point I,
1: of it though yeah. when uh, she finally does break it off it's because she realizes that Tony's been playing her for a fucking sucker the entire time.
4: Right and I kind of got that and last night I was like was, all, right, all right
1: she was also in all reality
4: attracted to him on some level and attracted no, to the for danger sure of no she was, a she was but they just kind of I feel like they sidelined that a lot but maybe that's for the best. but and the other thing they sidelined, which I, I don't know I just thought it was kind of weird the whole fucking terrorism subplot kind of. It's just between uh, like, hey Tony, you seen any weird shit going on with uh, the the Arabs going? I mean, yeah.
1: <laughs> and that <laughs> pops mean, that, in every few episodes. That's, it's like, what
4: is this? What is? That's this? just <laughs> a reflection
1: of the times more than anything. Yeah. I
4: get it, but it's like, why even have it then at that point? Because it didn't lead to anything. I thought at least the very least, do it amount.
3: It did, but
1: not
4: in the way you thought it would. Right. Um, I mean, um, I would
1: say those are my two biggest. Really, that one, the one solid that he did pointing out the guys, the two guys that guys murdered in the club. Yeah, yeah. yeah, is it made uh, Harrison trust him enough to give him, him start... Yeah. location. Yeah. yeah. I,
4: that which I kind of got but see now looking back I get See, I yeah. get uh, what I bring up is that that's just us trained
1: as American movie audiences <laughs> like that's what we expect like yeah. oh right like, now
4: the Sopranos right. is
1: about him helping <laughs> right and terrorists. I terrorists. You're, like, you're absolutely Cooper right.
4: Yes. Real because I've been spoiled by modern television yeah. where it's like oh this is going somewhere yeah. and it's like oh well that's just this show is actually more brilliant than I actually give you credit
0: for. <laughs> You're also spoiled by Gary Cooper. That was a real man's man.
4: But, yes. In what if I have, the have this f- strong, I'm silent type, life, you know, like, like, like Gary <laughs> Cooper? <laughs> but in all honesty, fuck Meadow and fuck AJ. I can't stand the, the oh, yeah. of them.
1: You know what, that's fair. I... Maybe it doesn't bother me as much because I watched the show for the first time when I was like 15, 16. So yeah. I was like their age.
4: Yeah. Meadow got a little bit better as seasons went on, but motherfucking AJ. Oh, but she H- is...
0: Oh, when AJ had that Dominican stint, that was great. That was <laughs> fucking hilarious. Christ.
4: I couldn't deal with it. I, I do love...
0: It.
1: The reason why I do like them is because they, they're... they Watching them grow up on the show does show like the effects our parents have on the people we become. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Meadow is very much Carmella's daughter. Yeah, she may not... Well, no, she start ends up with Patrick fucking Parisi. Yeah, she went on to become a fucking doctor or a lawyer. I think that's yeah. kind
4: of the point, though, that yeah. Tony's essence is just always going to fucking be there no yeah, matter what. Yeah, they never
1: really escaped their own
4: <laughs> fate. Yeah, yeah. Well, oh, it's, it's,
1: it's
0: that
4: know, saying, like, it. the children always pay for the sins of the father. Yep. Yeah.
3: Which and is then, fantastic.
4: Yeah, There's is, a lot of fantastic undertones is, in this movie that I yeah. failed to pick up on, mostly because I caught COVID and... Thought Tony's trying to come kill me, but that's. The the <laughs> that would've but, been great. No, even though yeah, she in essence almost escapes the life
1: because she becomes a lawyer. She still ends up dating uh, Patsy Parisi's son, and she's just as high fucking handed and nagging as Carmela is. Yeah. But she also displays some
4: good traits. She's very loyal. Okay. I mean, shout out to fucking Edie Falco though, because as Gandolfini is fucking fantastic, but she is also she's terrific. They are both bones in the the backbone of this show. Oh yeah,
0: dude. I I just wanted to bring up something too. You're talking about uh, therapy and that how it kind of kind of came repetitive. That's in my in my own experience with therapy. That's what happens for sure if it becomes uh, if you don't want to dig deeper. I know that Tony necessarily couldn't. But at the same time there was stuff that he didn't really want to lean into right and he just anytime the mom conversation would come up he'd be like that's my fucking mother
1: and maybe that's <laughs> yeah anytime <laughs> maybe that's well not even just his mother anytime they're close to having a real breakthrough yeah. he resorts to anger and violence
4: and yeah, maybe yeah. that's because i was secretly rooting for tony and then oh, yeah, you're like he shows us some semblance of weakness and you're like, Alright, okay, we're getting somewhere and then he's like, the no, fuck gate to fuck you and he walks out and you're like, Alright, well it, yeah. <laughs> But see, that's that's
1: the weakness though, the fuck yeah, you in yeah, and out. Yeah.
4: yeah, but you that's why I'm like, you yeah. wanna root for the hero, which yeah. Tony's clearly, at the very least you wanted yeah. to be an anti hero, but no, he's he's the villain of this yeah. whole fucking show. And, and yeah.
0: again, it kind of goes with hand in hand with like let's say you were growing up in that style like Tony was to Yeah. his dad was arrested at fucking a carnival when he was younger and you know like yeah. he would essentially become that guy yeah. he would make tries and when he would do it he'd feel great but he didn't necessarily want to be seen as a pussy to anybody because yeah. he was fucking head at the table yeah see I love
2: these uh, cycles of violence that certain shows are trying to teach you like when you're stuck in it you're, it's not just you and your life that you're affecting. It's literally everyone around you. And, like, Breaking Bad was the same way. Like, Walter mm-hmm. was our our hero that we wanted to become a better person. And he literally became it's, the devil. Just a the whirlwind estimate, of absolute pain. Absolute power and, of it all. Yeah. 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 And Sons of Anarchy. Like, what you guys were saying about how, um, like, in the end, you uh, he was trying to get his children out of this life, or something like that. You know, it just reminded me of Sons of Anarchy
0: too.
1: Mm-hmm. Jax um, actually does redeem himself with his act of suicide. He though. does in a way, but I haven't seen the show. God damn it, Mike! No, I,
3: <laughs>
0: I haven't either. Yes.
4: But I know how it is. I didn't. Honestly, yeah, I I on me. I honestly I I yeah,
3: <laughs> did. yeah. I I didn't think Sons of
1: Anarchy would be a show that like you got into.
0: I was halfway through. I got Cause into it's, Korean Elvis Because oh, yeah.
1: it's, it's very soap opera-y I, compared to other series. I got, yeah. I got
0: halfway through to season one. Michael, so are you going to take a drink? Thank you. Up to uh, Korean Elvis, beer. and then I just never finished. Well, and that's another
1: one that's so not It's, me
2: uh, it's not it's entirely it's satisfying
0: it. at the end. You
1: know? I mean, they kind of telegraph it from the first episode. Oh, I, I kind of
0: figured that. Yeah.
1: Um. <laughs> I actually kind of saved you some heartache because the... Uh, the graphic uh, the post production for that particular scene is really fucking bad. Oh, it's kinda lame, yeah. It's super lame. The whole,
2: <laughs> the whole Jesus thing was kinda weird too. Yeah, it that it gets real
4: ham fisted yeah. near the end there. Yeah.
0: Is that the name of this
4: play? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um I genuinely did like though, um the subtext of like therapy and depression, like all that shit, like mm. yeah. all this shit, where, like, I'm a man's man. I don't need this shit. And then it just honestly, everybody I mean, in that show is just mentally fucked up, and, and they the, kind of realize it. <laughs>
0: well, I just want to bring up before Mike brings up his point.
4: Yeah, a, a lot of their
0: therapy and stuff is actually based on actual papers, like the the papers that I can totally see that. Yeah, yeah. The, the papers that uh, she reads that night about um, and brings up to Tony, like about those are, sociopaths his yeah, therapy sociopaths. as a way to yeah. Like to fucking practice
1: their craft. Yeah, it's yeah, a real
0: thing that the writers mm. were, like, looking up in that. So a lot of the psychology is based in actual science.
1: Yeah. I give them
0: full fucking credit
1: for it. Oh, absolutely. And yeah. a lot of... The reason why they even had that to begin with was because De- when David Chase started writing the show, he was seeing a psychotherapist at that mm-hmm. point because he was hugely depressed at that being, like, a middling Hollywood
4: writer who never really got his big break. <laughs> I guess we should do, like, a... I guess we don't have to, but just to break down the characters, I guess. Uh, well,
1: there's the there's the family, yeah, which consists of Tony, who starts the first season as uh, a captain of a crew, mm-hmm. yep. and by the end of the season is effectively the boss of the family, yep. while his uncle Junior who is was the, the well, he's, he's
4: the acting, yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's the
1: he- he's the figurehead, yeah, and, but all the other captains are answering to Tony, right. Which that makes yes. for some great tension in those first couple seasons. Whenever Junior will say something, and then one of the captains will turn and be like, "Tony, what do you think?" He's like, oh, "Yeah, who cares what he fucking thinks? I just told you." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Junior is the old
0: uh, mob boss who essentially relinquishes to Tony unwillingly because he gets uh, stopped for. He gets recoed. Yeah, he gets recoed and then uh, and then slowly suffers from dementia. Later in the series, that was, was that's bummer. That it's a
1: depressing. Bummer, yeah, yeah like, it the is. last
4: scene him and Tony have together in the series, and I'll give I like, him. Do you even I, love me? I don't. I feel bad for not looking up the actor's name who plays... Dominic. Easy, yeah. he's that was fantastic. Yeah, he yeah. was in Godfather uh, Part Two. Yeah, that makes as him, a young you, man. That makes it even better. I, I'm
0: sorry, but I fucking laughed when he shot Tony. Like I know it. It is. It's semi attention. It's not. It it's supposed it's not funny, to be funny, but it he is. doesn't have
4: his fake teeth in. So yeah.
0: Well, that and he just
4: kind of. Ooh, like Batman's away. Exactly. <laughs> but, <laughs> he just, but it's he just. It's, shut
0: the fuck up. Well, also speaking to this mush
4: mouth he? Italian. Who's
0: he, who he like kind of running Pussy from? Mal,
1: uh, Pussy Malenga. <laughs> no,
0: is he running from Pussy Malenga? Yeah,
1: because he's like, Che faccia Malenga?
0: Yeah, then he runs off and runs upstairs. And Tony's trying to yeah. fucking call that motherfucker. Shit was hilarious. And then during the dementia part, didn't he see himself on TV or some shit?
1: I believe oh, so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, nice. wasn't
0: it like
4: the Six Flags guy?
1: <laughs> or something like that. I was like, <laughs> yeah, it
3: was. Know? It was. <laughs> <laughs> this show, yeah, for as dark no, it no. as it is, is wonderfully that's funny. God,
4: it's great comedic
0: That's another moments. thing, Josh. Just when you see this, the show, as great as it is, it's- it, there's so much fucking comedy in it. It's fucking great. There right are there. a lot of yeah. great A yeah. fucking comedy There's <laughs> one where Chris, who's uh, Tony's nephew, uh, is with uh, Polly, who's. Uh, not, is he a captain? Uh, time? by the end of this, not at the... time. I-, I wanna say Pine Barrens. Yes. Pine, was he a captain at Pine Barrens? No. Not yet. Okay. No. But anyways, it's just Chris and Polly are- are stu- are
1: trying to kill this Russian, and they end up well, in the, the fucking The, the, the <laughs> yes, funny- the, the, the funny race. thing is- <laughs> The funny thing is that episode starts with, uh, Silvio, Tony's consigliere, yeah. is out with the flu, so he can't make his weekly collection. So Polly and Chris go to do it for him, and this Russian guy- Says something to him, and Polly gets a stick up his ass and beats the fuck out of him with a lamp.
3: <laughs>
1: and so they were just there for a simple pickup yeah,
0: thing. He hates Russians for whatever reason. It was not <laughs> racist. Yeah, yeah Polly's a racist a, prick. Yeah, he's just like, listen, he a fucking sputnik. Uh, and he just starts beating him up and shit. And he's like, he fucking attacked uh, me.
4: You didn't can see I that? say, my favorite part about Polly is he always constantly has this look of like he's having a flashback of when he walked in on a fucking midget fucking a donkey. Like he's always just. <laughs> totally telling all bug eyed he's like <laughs> <laughs> it's the greatest fucking look on the planet hands
0: down I fucking love the painting uh, oh when uh, he gets uh, Tony's
1: painting restored yeah. so it looks like Napoleon <laughs> it, it's fucking
0: great yeah cause yeah the whole uh, you know I don't
4: want to spoil it fuck it but no yeah but turns out that dude that they were collecting from was in the KGP yeah, an <laughs> X-KG.
3: so they—they're
1: like, all right, let's go fucking bury him out in the Pine Barrens, which is part of like southern New Jersey, uninhabited, and they think this guy's dead at this point. So they open the fucking <laughs> trunk, and dude's just like thrashing yeah. around. And,
0: and also, the cell phones are fucked up in this episode because was it Polly's just like. Yeah,
1: like he's uh, he's an interior decorator. Well, <laughs> it was '99, so it was when cell phones still had fucking antennas, and they're yeah. in the middle of a forest, yeah. so they're not getting any real service. because yeah. you got to think we had back in '99 maybe know, a tenth a... of the
4: cell phone towers. I think we this was now. like the third season or something, though. So it was like two thousand two-ish. But still, yeah. it's still same. man yeah. e- even around that time, we'd have maybe
1: a tenth of the cell phone towers we do yeah. now. Yeah, because I remember. Fucking, you go out oh, to you, Lakewood. Yeah. like, you go to Chatfield, you wouldn't get any fucking reception. Yeah. But. <laughs> so, yeah, they're leading this guy and they're like, we're going to make him bury or dig his own grave. And dude just fucking takes off. <sighs> and Christopher actually shoots him in the head at one point. Dude keeps running.
3: Disappears. <laughs> they never
1: and,
4: find him again. <laughs> yeah.
1: And then so Chris and Polly get lost and are forced to spend the so night in this good. fucking forest. Yeah. In the middle of winter. <laughs> And it's yeah, it's great. one of the unexplained mysteries of the show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that this awesome. Russian just disappears, even though
4: you very clearly see when he's running away, he like a it, piece of his hair off. flips up yeah. and he blood gets capped splatters in the back of the fucking yeah, for sure, and he. <laughs> He's got to be dead by now, right? But they're always like constantly yeah. looking over their shoulder. <laughs> it's Polly possesses a good episode. shoe and they're like
1: <laughs> forced to f- sleep in this abandoned van they find, <laughs> sharing a piece of carpet underlay <laughs> for a blanket. And it's... they argue over a fucking pa- uh, ketchup
3: package ketchup yeah. and some yeah. relish. The greatest uh, it's a good yeah. episode. It really it's
1: a good is. episode. Ha- the highlight of the comedy of that though is when Bobby Bacchieri, this big fat fucking Italian wise guy, tromps into. Junior Soprano's house in full fucking
4: camo oh, with an orange Tony hunting said vest. Oh, because they, they got a hold of Tony, and he was like, all right, I'm going to come find you. And he, it's Bobby, and yeah. Yeah, he Bobby, says, well, fucking Bobby looks like he's here. going hunting for
3: the weekend.
1: And dude's dude, like 6'3", uh, and like easily over 300
4: pounds. Yeah, yeah. And Tony just fucking flat out just laughs at his just. Uh, just uh, speaking of Bobby, the, one of my favorite subplots is with him. Where he, uh, well, I can't remember the name of the rapper, he gets shot and his buddies try and all bet oh, out of shape. yeah, shade. he shoots you him. Sh- the fucking oh. thing. He's, he's like, all right, me, I'm just a give man. me some money. And like they make a deal where he's, he's like, gonna I'll shoot you in the fleshy part of the <laughs> thigh. <Trust laughs> me, <I'm a laughs> and he's like, and he hands him the money and he's like, all right, I'm not, you're not gonna know what's gonna happen. Or he asks him, he's like, I don't man, wanna, I don't know, wanna know, what I know what's gonna, gonna, gonna happen. happen. Yeah. He's like, deal. And so he finally does He's it. He's coming out of a restaurant at the end of the go. episode. Bobby just walks Shots up him right her. in the ass. Yeah, right in the ass. and <laughs> dips. What
1: the fuck? <laughs> And the guy's just <laughs> laying
0: there like,
4: oh MOTHERFUCKER <laughs> SHOT ME IN THE
0: ASS! Real, real quick, you guys know the story with the hunting gear, right? Why uh, Gandolfini like broke out so hard laughing? Because he didn't know it was gonna happen. Or no, 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 no.
1: somebody was waving a dildo off
0: camera <laughs> no, uh, he shot He it. had a- he like put on a strap-on dildo <laughs> with the hunting gear. And that's the reaction they got for that fucking scene.
1: That's beautiful.
4: It kind of reminds me of that scene, I don't want to veer off, but it Parks and Rec. Cause Chris, uh, Chris Pratt opens the oh, door. Oh, he's like Kim Kardashian came on a few. No, doors. no, no, no! Like he shows up at the door naked, and apparently he was actually <laughs> full blown <laughs> fucking naked. And I Amy don't know Pol- that. It's actually in the first it's season. The Amy season. Poehler's <laughs> like, oh. oh. Like, <laughs> he's like, yeah, I got in a lot of trouble for that.
3: <laughs> That's amazing.
4: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry.
1: <laughs> Uh, oh, so we were talking about the main family. So, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the family consists of Tony, who starts as the underboss, by the end of it is the boss in totality. Yep. Uh, his nephew, Christopher, who's actually his wife's cousin, but they call him a nephew because there's like a yeah, 15-year yeah. age difference or uh-huh. whatever. Yep. There's Polly Walnuts, Silvio Dante, in the first couple seasons, Big Pussy Bump and Cero. Mm-hmm. Yep. Who am I missing? Who am I missing? Who am I missing?
4: Um, that's it. beside a rotating cast that's of kind captains, of the main, yeah. From the main, like first two, three seasons, yeah. No, that's uh, those are the, the
1: besides big pussy. That's the main cast throughout the whole series. And, well,
4: oh,
0: uh, Richie was there for a few seasons. Richie, yeah, two seasons, seasons, yeah. Wait, uh, was, Janice might
1: be one of my favorite characters. Jackie
0: was in there what? first, the first season. Janice,
1: because mm-hmm. not because she's a likable character by any stretch okay. of the imagination, but. It shows that uh, their parents did so much damage to those kids yep. that if Janice was a boy, she would have been ten times as ruthless as
4: Tony. Oh yeah, because she is, is a fucking fair. monster. I never actually considered that. I'm
0: okay. not going to ruin the whole thing with because I know when Josh watches it, I want him to be surprised. Oh yeah, we're gonna they, and, yeah, we're gonna save a few surprises for you, buddy. Was, yeah. oh, okay, but like the whole thing <sighs> that Janice did at the like before she went off mm-hmm. again. That was insane, like, yeah. I didn't see that shit coming. Yeah. Cause the whole time you're just like, what the fuck's gonna happen, like... You, this guy needs to go, oh, fuck, I don't know what the fuck, yeah.
1: yeah. Oh, the the whole Richie saga? Richie, yeah. yeah. Yeah, nope, 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 nope. Uh,
0: yeah, who am I thinking of then? Were are you talking for...
1: about Ralph?
0: Ralph, thank you. Ralph Cifaretto. Cifaretto? Ralph Cifaretto.
4: Oh yeah, Ralph. got out of prison, it uh,
1: I, I
0: mix up some names. He
4: was... oh, cause we forgot about, uh... Um... Oh, and there's also Hesh, who's
1: not an actual member of the mob, he's one of, uh... Tony's dad's oldest friends, and he's a Jewish Shylock, which uh, I yeah. think might be an, a derogatory term, but it's also his profession. But he's also, it like, is. in the
4: Hollywood <laughs> shit, right? He's oh. uh, he's in ho- he's involved in Hollywood and shit? No, Hesha, he uh, uh, he's uh, owned a record, owned a record, record label in yeah, the yeah. 50s. Yeah. I remember that because that whole episode where they had oh, some uh, rights. Master uh,
1: Flex or whatever his name yeah, is?
4: Yeah,
0: yeah, the, the rapper that wanted the money. We're the forgetting um,
4: uh, Anthony, who was the original boss. Oh, um... Before Tony and before, uh... Not Anthony, um... Jackie. 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 Yeah, there uh, we go. So it was
0: Jackie Jr. and
4: Jackie Sr. Yeah, Jackie C- Jackie Sr., who yeah. was the original boss, right? Yes. Yeah, who
0: was cancer in episode one. Yeah. Or season one, sorry.
4: Yeah. God, uh... That,
1: that's the roughest part of the first season for me to watch anymore, because just... It's so accurate how, like, Jackie Aprile, like, yeah, he's got cancer and everything in that first episode, yeah. but he's still lively, he's still a normal person, oh, yeah. he's and like, yeah, we're gonna, gonna do this, and then, like, the, one of the last couple times you see him, Tony's making all these jokes and stuff like that, and they established throughout the course of the series, Jackie was Tony's best friend. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. the one man he respected more than anybody, mm-hmm. and by, the like, one of the last times they see each other, like, Tony's, like, trying to keep up the conversation, and he's just, like, looking at a thermometer, he's like... Temps a little low and just like the mm. life is gone out of the man and it's fucking yeah. horrifying to watch, man. And Heaven, nothing
0: yeah. Also, uh, Artie Bucco,
1: we're not
3: mentioning.
4: Oh, oh yeah. He's
0: kind of a semi-main character. He really is. Line, he's one of the biggest
4: recurring characters in the show. Well, I, I brought up Anthony because there. I mean, Jackie. Sorry. God damn it. <laughs> I know. There's a lot. A lot of, of Italian there. names going on here. Oh, there's Michael. <laughs> what are you talking about? There's Michael's. There's pussies. There's uh, big cock <laughs>
3: Uh, no. I don't know
1: if any of you guys caught it, but did you notice the guy who plays Vito Spadafore is in, like, the first or second season as the guy in line for Donuts?
4: When no! Chris yes! Gets sent I down? did notice that! Because no. No. when he came back as a captain, I was like, I thought this guy no, was No, two already... different characters, uh, but yeah. same actor. When he, yeah, same actor, but when he came, I showed up as a captain, I was like, wait, was that the It's the guy?
1: episode where they send Chris to go get Donuts and shit like that, and he ends up shooting that guy in the
4: foot. Yeah. The dude who cuts him in line <laughs> is... ended up it's playing Vito, Vito oh, yeah. later really? in the series. Which that whole subplot with him? That was insane. So uh, well done.
1: Yeah. Because you got to remember,
4: in like two
1: the early two thousands, yeah. it was unheard of to make one of your main characters a fanook.
4: A fanook. but they did it <laughs> yeah. superb. It was yeah. fucking superb writing on that part. Oh, yeah. I love that it shit. Found out
0: was terrific. Yeah. I everything about. That. And just how they
4: handled him as a character in general
1: was great. He, yeah. even though yes, he's a bad person because he's a fucking mobster. Yeah, and Vito murderer, sucks. He... Okay, wait. Okay, he's okay. a sympathetic <laughs> character, though. Because no, you feel so bad for him because he gets that chance. He gets that chance with that guy in Vermont. And just, like, yeah.
4: everybody fucking, fucking else in this show, yeah. yeah. He whoop, whoop, spits on it. Oh, I just actually spit.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> but, uh, my only issue with Vito is is, uh... He whacks a certain someone, I don't want to spoil it for you, but it's like, how did that big fucking bowling ball sneak up behind that man? In broad daylight, he just waddles up and is like... <laughs> You're like, what? Vito did that fuck off.
1: This is the East Coast we're talking about. There's a lot of fat Italians. And they're
4: surprisingly I know. But nimble. how do you sneak up on a young athletic man such as this person?
3: You're like, what?
1: It's
3: the, uh, it's the waddle.
4: <laughs>
1: Yeah, exactly. People Don't worry, say, Tony. I've got you're, you're,
3: you're, you're.
1: <laughs> no, it's more of they he, the victim hears a lot of like they He's assume it's about. a duck.
4: Tony, I
3: got it. Uh,
4: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um and still, I, I actually really I did like Silvio just for hit just his ride or die attitude, you know, like oh, he yeah. was definitely Tony's like number one And huge. he was the only one who could ever really
1: Get Tony under control, and yeah, was absolutely, really one of the only people who ever called Tony on his shit. Yeah, yeah exactly. I love that and, shit about it.
4: And also, like, did you know that guy
1: was guitarist for Bruce Springsteen? For Bruce yeah, Springsteen. That was his first I spring had to people. look that up, yeah,
4: because I'd never seen him before. Yeah, I was like, I don't
1: they wrote the him. character specifically for him because he was actually auditioning for Tony, really. And um, they're like, We want to give you a role in the show, and he's like, Ugh. You know i know i didn't do well enough to be tony and i don't want to take a job away from another actor right right because this is their profession I, i'm just doing this for a lols. because david chase invited him to those uh auditions after yeah. seeing him present at the rock and roll hall of fame oh, and okay. he's like this guy would be great in a show yeah i'm gonna see if i can get him for this no i think and he killed he, it yeah. I, I respect him though for being like i'm not an actor these guys make a living off this i don't want to take anybody's Job. Like, yeah, I I can play guitar for a living. That's what I do really? already. That's great. And he's like, Well, fucking better. Why I need like... another role. And <laughs> it's awesome. like,
0: two things fuck are you. great. I gotta bring up it's Silvio. It was when he took over as head mob boss for those few weeks. Oh, and you see and just how ha- ha- dying. Like,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it gets so bad. His asthma puts him in the fucking hospital. <laughs> yeah, <I> mean, he's <laughs> having asthma attack. He can't even go to the bathroom in peace because <laughs> fucking Polly and uh, Chris. I think those. No, it's Bobby. Bobby and Polly.
0: Uh no uh. They're in the bathroom and they're arguing with each other. It was Polly and, uh... Wasn't it Bobby? Because wasn't that still the ramifications of, of the okay.
1: Columbus Day ride actually Oh, yeah, it might have
0: been, yeah. But anyways, th- so that shit's great with Silvio. Uh, the other one is, uh... Oh, shit, I just had it in my head. Tony B? Tony B's great. Yeah, Steve Buscemi.
4: Um, I did like him, Yeah. Again, likable character from the start. You're like, oh my god, he wants to turn his life around. Then I that's felt all of a sudden, you're like, oh fuck. <laughs> when he beats so the ever
1: loving shit out of Mr. Kim. As yeah. As
0: soon as he fucking hits him with the 2 by Yeah. Like,
1: me, no. Me, yeah. I legit was like, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But see, I, I love yeah. it because that's the reality of life. Like, <laughs> more, 90% of the population, if given an opportunity will fuck it up for selfish reasons. Yeah.
4: Absolutely. Absolutely. And as, the longer we talk about this fucking show, the more I realize, like, holy shit.
1: There's
4: a lot. There's a lot. Like, goddamn. It, it's, it's, nice. it's, it's the a- shock of something that's so,
1: like, such a master class on the technical side of filmmaking, but from a writer's standpoint,
4: like, yes. breaks every convention you and would think. And that's also why it's fantastic where it, like, comes back to, like, the mental health stuff, like, you're right, it is, it is fucking life. Like, people with those diseases don't just, like, wake up one day like, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> and,
3: like, you know? Yeah.
4: yeah, it's it's just the nature of the beast of the whole fucking thing, on top of being in the fucking mob. Oh, and I'm sure, even though I've never been to therapy myself, even though I'm
1: sure I need it, like, <laughs> I'm sure for a lot Definitely of people all. that therapy can just
4: get repetitive at times. Oh, yeah, yeah. Honestly, my not to knock my therapist, because I was there for six months and she... It w- I it did help, but I think the thing that really helped was the medication. I, I don't want to knock us. her profession, but the meds definitely helped a lot more than just showing up and being like, Yeah my child is. Living sucks. through chemistry, baby. Yeah. <laughs> but then I got to a point where I didn't really need the meds anymore and it's it's been good since. But some people Of course. Some people take it's a like- it. w- lifelong. Yeah, really. exactly. Uh,
0: I wish I could remember the
3: fucking point to bring up.
4: I'm sorry. Oh, no. Good. We I got lost. It, I, I was like, all right, it's going to this.
1: And then I'm like, all right, well. Um, <laughs> it's okay. One thing that just popped into my head, and I could be way off base because I'm going mainly off of memory since it literally has been two months since I watched The Sopranos, but it seems like Carmella is like one of the original virtue signal- signalers. Oh, absolutely. The way in those early seasons she's constantly like confessing to her priest about everything she quote unquote regrets but as the series goes on you can just tell that she she revels in it in her own way but she's very much like Livia in the sense that her like her main gear for her is to bitch at Tony yes. about it yeah. but she accepts it she's like I know exactly what you fucking do I love the money I'm not going to leave ya yeah like, I might yell at you and kick you out for a couple well, months. Well, she fully know knows gonna... she's
4: fucking other, he's fucking other women anyway. Oh, yeah. yeah. She and... says
1: she's like, I always viewed it as a form of masturbation because I can't always give him what he needs. Right. Which, that's a, a weird line to take, but I guess money can <laughs> blind you like that. Which,
4: you know, yeah. comes back to nobody in the show is a generally good person, but you know why they are the way they are. Right. So, yep. it's, it's just great storytelling. Love it. It was a good show. I... I was about to say, I don't
1: think there are any genuinely good people in the real world either. No. Not from, like, an altruistic standpoint. Well,
4: no, but that's why you watch these fucking shows. You, you, that's why you watch TV in general, just to escape reality. Yeah. And then this show just kind of slaps you on the penis a couple times. With and reality. Like, this is how it really is, fucker. <laughs> like, granted, there's that fantasy of, like, the mob thing, but... Which is also—I mean, it's not really a fantasy. That's just still really. I mean, happens, apparently but, yeah.
1: that shit was so accurate that the FBI actually has tapes of a New Jersey family talking about the show. It's like it's, I swear to God, it's like they're talk. They
4: wrote this show about us and blah blah. American. Blah, blah, I've man. heard the Italian mob is actually like. Ruthless. Oh, you mean <laughs> the no. actually the actual in actual Italy? Yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, like those motherfuckers are like no. They <laughs> kill
1: government officials, like act, not politicians, yeah. not yeah. fucking cops and shit. Like yeah, they kill higher ups in the government out there. Yeah, it's they don't give a fuck out there. It's
4: like Mexico. Basically. Yeah. But nah, it's, nah, it's it was a great show. Thank you for recommending it. I'm glad you guys both really Indeed. enjoyed it. Indeed, a
1: lot. And it. just yeah, to anybody out there. Who's thinking about it? Just, if you Boss. want a masterclass in writing, in smart writing, down from like writing dialogue for a group you might not necessarily belong to, or just the way they get. Italian? The the, the,
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, sorry. sorry. No, but what I'm saying is like, you listen to David Chase, yeah. the man's well spoken, he speaks like a Harvard graduate. And just to see him, like, perfectly capture the way a lot of East Coast Italian-Americans do talk. Oh, yeah. Like, man. the slang, the mannerisms. Like, he just gets it down pat-late. ah, oh, it's, it's fucking great. Because uh, as unrealistic as the show is in the terms of It's the Mafia, every, like, all the dialogue in the show is written like shit you would actually hear having a conversation with somebody from that part of the world. Mm-hmm. Which that's really fucking hard to pull off to make it authentic Mm -hmm. like that, and that's one of the challenges of acting, and one of the reasons why I get frustrated with forced diversity because their rallying cry is authenticity, authenticity. But I thought I always thought the whole point of you know acting (laughs) and make believe was to be able to pull off that authenticity while not actually being that.
0: So what what would be like today's version of The Sopranos? Would Tony be played by like Michael B. Jordan?
4: No, <laughs> Carmelo? No, it'd be Ken Young. No, today's, ver- <laughs> <laughs> today's <I'm> version. <laughs> you fuck on me.
1: No, today's version of The Sopranos. Uh, I mean, if we're talking about like the most extreme "quote unquote" woke if they, if version it was of the for, Supremos,
0: force diversity. But yeah, propaganda. it would be uh, <laughs> okay. The first <laughs>
1: season, it's Tony and the mob are going up against these black street gangs. They're trying to. Keep the old Italian neighborhood free of Crips and Bloods. Second season (laughs) is they're going up against the Yakuza. No,
0: I'm not talking about like story arcs. No, I'm talking about forced diversity. The writing would
1: be so bad that it's like, okay, Tony's (laughs) making a deal with the Yakuza because we need Asian actors
4: in here. Who would
0: who would be like the cast though for that for that forced diversity
1: Sopranos?
4: Uh, So for forced diversity,
0: Daniel
1: Day (laughs) Kim would be one of them. Uh, All right, Chan. so Carmella
4: would be played by Ariana Grande
1: uh, <laughs> We're <laughs> ending this podcast right now No, nope, let me that. finish <laughs>
4: She's small, I say going to say meadow No, that's the, that's, you'd think she'd be a perfect meadow But no, no. Fun story. she's going to be Carmela. Because she's story a strong woman The
1: Sopranos actually helped uh, Jamie Lynn Sigler overcome an eating disorder during the second season of the show, because she was anorexic, and they are like, "You have to fucking start eating." Italian girls come from a pa- from families that eat a lot of pasta, a yeah. lot of carbs. They they're not fat, but they are thicker women because yeah. of their high fucking carb diets. They eat. Listen up, twigs. We got
0: twelve takes. <laughs> I, be I actually
4: kind of appreciate the dedication to the craft, but yeah. also, I mean, uncool. I, I don't know what eating stores and like it's, it's a mental thing, but yeah. that's. That's just kind of cool, I guess, even though, like, eh, will stop paying if you don't get fat. <laughs> like, <laughs> but she, not, she's never fat in this series, yeah. but
1: they're no, no, saying, like,
4: right. like th- yeah. you can't look like yeah.
1: Nicole Richie. You have right. to look like you got some fucking curves on you, <laughs> yeah. girl. Yeah.
4: Your audience is gonna know. <laughs> and uh, sorry, I've even, the, it's not <laughs> even, <laughs> <laughs> but I like it because they you don't come at it. it now.
1: <laughs> they don't come at, they didn't come at it at her with it from, like, a sexist tone. Like, oh, you I figured were-
4: it out. Sorry. I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead.
1: But they never approached her with it like,
4: I Oh, you're not hot <laughs>
1: enough because you look like a fucking Skeletor. It was, no, a high-carb diet like that. They're just using simple logic. Like, if you live in a pa- family that eats pasta six nights a week, yeah. you're going to be a bigger fucking person. So.
3: Oh,
1: yeah. yeah. Come on. Yours fork. Go for it. Alright. <laughs>
3: just
4: throws it. There! <laughs> <Hey>, <laughs> well, eat eat the pasta! <laughs> eat some men of god for God's sakes! <laughs> uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda, in this day and age, would play fucking Tony Soprano.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he's in the show. I'm, I
4: know! He was yeah, the, he's the, a, the, boy. the, Yes! Yeah, yes! The boy. I saw him and I was like, oh my god! And that's why I thought of it in my head, Is like, he's already part of the show, uh-huh. he's got an ethnic background, he'd be Tony Soprano. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh, fuck. You want me to be wrong, but you know I'm right. Yeah. <laughs> get Brie Larson would be Carmela. Oh, you're... <laughs> That's a good pick.
3: This podcast is over. <laughs> Goodbye. <Battle. laughs> bong. Bong. Battle. Beers. <laughs>
0: bong, 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 bong. 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 Battle. Beers. Bong. Battle. Bongs.